So this is going to be hopefully not too long. I don't know. It's been the longest yet shortest two weeks ever with somehow like no comebacks, except that we did miss TXT last week. And then I was like, <laughs> okay, we should listen to this now. And then all of us forgot. So uh, sorry, TXT. <laughs> we don't really Yeah, care. I think they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then the mystery of like, I thought Rose Solo was supposed to drop like as soon as the concert ended. Because like they showed, I think it was a music video of a B-side during the show. And I was like, mm. oh, okay, when this ends, they'll drop it on YouTube. And it's like, when no. is it coming then? <laughs> yeah, there's like just a whole bunch of like comebacks that are just they're coming soon, but like there's no teasers being dropped, I feel, so it's just kind of <laughs> like I don't know what's going on. No, like Chanka dropped like a bicycle teaser, but she's been teasing that album for 5 months now, so I'm over oh, it. Oh wow. Okay. Mm. Then there's shiny teasers, and then Sunmi question mark. Yeah, I yeah. think she's the twenty third. Yeah, I'm excited for that because her music is is getting like better and better, which is rare. So I don't know how she's gonna make something better than Puerto Pipom, but hopefully. Is it a mini? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can take another single. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of tired of that. I don't know why they always have singles, the soloists. I would like, like a I whole said album. Before, it's 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 less expensive. Yeah. Mm. And when you're in, I mean, somebody's making money, but she's not like, I don't know, Kong Daniel or something. So. Yeah, that's unfortunate. We want to start with like the first stuff that happened, or the more recent being like Yuda or whatever. Mm, we can go in order. Oh wow! Yeah. I see what you're saying about it feeling like it's been like a very long time, because Somi, not Somi, what's her name? Solon. <laughs> yes, Solon. <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking of like tall, pale girl, and that was like the only thing that was going through my head. But yes, uh, yeah, Soyeon scandal is. It feels like it's been, like, a month or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, then there was the G-Sun thing resurfacing. I knew I forgot something. Oh, yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was G-Sun. Yeah, 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 okay. Okay, so starting with Soyeon. Uh... Oh, my God. Uh... Still hasn't made a statement, isn't it? They did, but funnily enough... It's, it's magically the statement was only in Korean and fans had to translate it. She still hasn't made one individually. Nope. No. Okay. I mean, um, should we explain the situation? I'll guess I'll explain it. So, Solvon and Jifren, I don't know if they were filming something or why they were in this cafe. Uh, but they were yeah. In the they cafe. were filming for for something for Walpurgis Night. Ah, okay. And um, Soan decided to take a picture with a Nazi statue. Um, it's like a Nazi soldier. Uh, she took a picture with him, posted it on Instagram, and then said, "I think the caption was something like 
Like, she alluded to him, like, being her boyfriend or something like that. Yeah. And then, of course, she deleted it, like, immediately because everybody was like, what the fuck? That's a Nazi. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's, wait, that's wait, wrong. That's, that's no. not what happened? She deleted it. And she- as a, it was like a joke, and she was jokingly saying, like, oh, you guys are jealous. And I don't think she understood that people were getting mad at her because of the, the Nazi contextualism. She so- said that? She didn't yeah. say like she didn't say like oh. I didn't I didn't think this was a Nazi thing, but it, she like said like oh you guys are jealous ha 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 like she didn't yeah, yeah. she a didn't small little weaver's comment oh, okay <laughs> See, I didn't know I did not know it was that bad. um <laughs> yeah yikes um anyways so I don't know what's going on with that they released a statement big hit or you know whoever she works with they released a music. statement yeah. And apparently it was only in Korean, but I haven't heard anything from G Friends since, really. But um, when I checked the brand rankings, they were number six. So I'm not really sure if it's affected anything that they have in Korea. Um, mm, internationally, done... oh no, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say internationally, they're probably toast, but I don't know about. I don't know about Korea. Yeah. I feel like this is just going to be a theme of me repeating myself over and over again for the rest of these controversies that come up. But, like, there's a bit more, like... Because I did some vague research on this, because I was like, why do they keep having these weird things with Nazis? Yeah, Uh, Nazi aesthetic. Yeah. Nazi Uh, chic. I, honestly, I I am more, like disappointed by the way that the fans react than what Soan did. Because yeah, from what like... I understand, like mm-hmm. I don't think she had this I am a Nazi, ha 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 evil, you know? Like mm-hmm. I, I I don't think I don't I'm not even sure she was fully aware of what it was. But the way that the fans reacted to that one dude who was like a who was in a Nazi oh concentration camp. It was a no, it was a like an organization. Yeah, like but it was dedicated to a but... guy. Yeah, yeah the account was under his name. I, like, I feel like these fans don't understand, like, if somebody does something that can be seen as wrong, just be like, okay, yeah, they messed up, they were stupid, and then just move on. Like, don't, don't, <laughs> don't settle and keep saying, like, they did nothing wrong and you're also a Nazi. Like, that doesn't, <laughs> makes the situation so much worse. I don't remember her exact major, but it's somewhere in that social studies history uh, side of things. Yeah. So I think she's stupid, but I don't think she's a Nazi. And it seems like they like, because these, because Korea seems to be distanced, and this is from my very short research, uh, from the German side, they kind of romanticize it. That makes no sense, though. Oh my god. Yeah. I hate it so much. Like, you don't even see weebs romanticizing just regular, regular Japanese uniforms. The worst I've seen with that is, like, Americans liking Miku's, like, imperialist Japanese costume that one artist made for her. Yeah. And even then it was, like, cutesy anime with suspenders and short, like, like... Oh, this is straight up Nazi. Like again, it's not so on that's the worst. It's literally like a K-pop stand to Nazi pop pipeline defending her for this. <laughs> and so it makes me wonder, like, 
why are fans because like you'll see the same people who are like no someone did nothing wrong blah blah blah, protect her and then another idol does something like this i don't know this the the g-sung thing or whatever and then they instantly are like you know he deserves i don't know to get kicked out of the group or whatever like there's a extreme hypocrisy i think that has popped out of fans in the past couple of weeks with all these controversies because they're coming out like right after each other. So I see like people on my timeline being like, oh my gosh, so on, she's so awful, she's so evil. And then Ji Sung and people are like, I think we should just forgive him. It, he was 13. And then something happens with Yuta and they're like, Yuta is so awful. Like, you know, it's, yeah. I feel <laughs> it's like, like... <laughs> you know, with the big, with scandals like So Wands, it's like that one day of like, oh, bad, blah, 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 blah. and then like the second the clock turns midnight, I saw this happen in real time. I was up at 1 a.m. Then I saw like So On trending, and it was just full of buddies like, stick with her through these hard times, and then get up, one in 4K. And like, it literally doesn't matter at all. And that's yeah. also exactly when that Panchoa. Thing dropped like I know it's a little 4chan board or whatever but it was still like how could she possibly know even though the swastika is right on the middle of the hat oh you foreigners are overreacting oh my god <laughs> I didn't like any of the excuses that people were using especially like uh the swastika means something different in Asia oh, and just like that's not a good excuse oh, that one mm, maybe yes, in Buddhist it, countries like seven million years ago Actually, yeah, it's, still, it's, still, it's still relevant. Oh, people yeah. in Hinduism, Buddhism, uh, who, pe- who practice that, they still use the swastika like heavily. The yeah. thing that I say is different about the one in Korea is this was on a Nazi soldier's uniform. This yeah, was context. not in celebration of a Hindu god or something like that. This wasn't for Dwali or something like that. This was on a Nazi soldier's uniform. So I'm not understanding. Even like the room, it's like European decor. It's supposed to look regal. (laughs) Yeah. Context completely. That's why, like, when idol when people try to defend idols, they're always just (laughs) it it's just always it's a it's a disaster. Because if you argue like Soan didn't know what she was doing, she's ignorant, that kind of works. But saying no, she meant it as in Buddhism? Like, I don't think she's a Buddhist. How do you <laughs> do you make that argument? <laughs> like, it reminds me of this one guy. I don't know his name. He has a bunch of tattoos. And people were calling him a Nazi because he had that symbol, like, on his forehead. Mm. I don't think a Nazi would get it blatantly on their head. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if they're a celebrity in any tier. Yeah. Um, the Buddhist swastika is centralized. It's central. The swastika is turned like at a 90 mm-hmm. degree angle. Mm-hmm. You can't even make that excuse either. They're fundamentally two different symbols. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't understand why this is an aesthetic. Like, we would have. Because they're what detached. If, they're detached from. But what like, if we had like a, a. What if somebody here, like an American celebrity, went to a rising sun cafe yeah that's, what, that's like, one that's... of the things they always point out when this comes out they'll say like oh yeah they're angry about this but what about the rising sun blah blah, blah. nobody so is... uses the rising sun as an aesthetic no i take that back there was this like one filipina tiktoker she had a rising sun tattoo and they were furious yeah. 
so like that that's sort of i think that's the closest equivalent to them so for us we see rising sun as kind of like i didn't really know what that was me either yeah so honestly there's <laughs> uh all right next scandal g-sung <laughs> <laughs> this is more in the waters of stuff I can like talk about because it's less uh I don't know irritating less... yes mm, it's just different <laughs> mm. for his scandal when I saw it there were I had to disclaim like people have a right to be offended by it or whatever but I just find it really funny like I don't <laughs> I'm not particularly offended by it um but I'm assuming that he's changed his mind on this. <laughs> I'm hoping he has. I don't really know. I haven't. I don't. I don't follow string kids. But um, yeah. Uh, can you run down what exactly happened? Like, I I don't remember exactly what he said. Oh, when he was thirteen, he wrote this like parody rap. From what from what I understand. Oh, no. And it was, like, full of a lot of, like, offensive terms for African... Not, I don't know if it was, like, black people and, like, uh, immigrant workers and stuff like that. Uh, mm. It was, like, it was distinctly, like, kind of, like, mean language. Like, oh, these blackies, blah, 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 blah. Uh. Yeah. And so people were like, dang, like, this is so crazy. Not stray kids. <laughs> not stray kids. Yeah. That's not hard to believe. <laughs> yeah. Let me see if I can find the tweet of it. But for me, like, I have a hard, a very hard, fast rule. Like, if an idol does something and they're, like, under the age of, like, 14 or 15, I, I just don't pay attention. Because, <laughs> like, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't, it's not, it's not something I care about. I mean, if he continued to be problematic, then maybe I would have more of an issue, but yeah, I don't really care. I think it's weird, though. You had a lot of people coming out basically saying how racist they were when they were kids, which is very weird. Like I out. said, it's always the fan reactions yeah. that, like, mm -hmm. highlight what's wrong with people. Like, they're I'm always... Jim Jones. <laughs> Like, they're always like, yeah, when I was younger, I used to bully black people or something. Like, <laughs> okay, thank you for sharing. <laughs> this guy on Reddit, he was like, back in 1976, I wasn't... <laughs> no, back in 1976, I was racist. I don't get it. <laughs> like, it doesn't have anything to do with the situation. Yeah, it doesn't make what he did any better. <laughs> I'm just willing to move on because I can. I just figured that at this point in his life, he probably doesn't think like that anymore. And since they claim that it was a parody rap, I'm just going to assume that it was uh, a parody made in bad taste. I I just like vaguely remember these tweets. Like, if you are not black plus size, oh uh, my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Here's who the apology is for. If you are not neurodivergent or black or plus size, it's like a checklist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, no, man. I can tell it has so very funny. like weird energy. I, I want to say performative, but I don't know. Like, yeah, I hate how being racist just seems to be like this necessary journey people need to have. 
yeah. before they reach adulthood. Like it has to be like that. <laughs> they say that people can be like you can go through a phase of racism, but don't say oh anything about the people who are hurt during that phase. That, I guess yep, they're supposed to just get yep. over it. Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah. One there was one funny thing that came out of this though was all the people who had to clear the searches for the G Sung from NCT. <laughs> so I first I was scrolling and I was like, why are they clearing his searches? And I realized it was <laughs> NCT and people were like, he hasn't done anything wrong, and then like in comma yet. So please leave him alone. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like these people are like just just let him take the L, make his apology, and move on. Real Reddit comment. <laughs> like he sent out, he hand, he handed out a uh, a handwritten apology. We can move on. Like, <laughs> oh man, I know this is one of those things that's like in the same leg as CA for me. Like it's objectively wrong, and I want it to not happen, but I don't have the energy to like feel anything over this you know yeah yeah my rule is like middle school and under i don't care if they're like 17 to 18 then i start looking at it but i like it... a millicabeo yeah <laughs> <laughs> and especially if it's something repeated but if somebody said messed up once when they were 13 i do not care because <laughs> i like the same like Ugh, this sounds so... Com whatever, I'll just say it. But, like, out of the millions of people who... Uh, millions is an exaggeration, but out of the hundreds of thousands of people who went on Twitter and retweeted that everybody needs to cancel G-Sung or whatever, I do not think that none of them had done something... Ra like, had not done something racist in middle school. Like, you cannot convince me of that. I'm not yeah. saying it's I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying they're holding him to a higher standard than they would ever hold any of their friends or family. <laughs> like it's, yeah, like... I can definitely see that. <laughs> yeah. We'll extend it to homophobia and transphobia and colorism. Like, guys. Now, if they did that when they were like twenty, oh yeah, like definitely like uh, sketchy. But like thirteen. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? I guess then we can segue and well, I guess before I forget, we should vaguely bring up like the day after so on. <laughs> Momo Land Jane wore an iron cross. I I don't think she knew what it was at all. I think the stylist didn't even know. I just mm. think it's a bad look. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what an iron cross is. Let me see what this is. Where did they get these stuff from? Right. The Nazis? <laughs> the Nazis? <laughs> that cafe, where did you get that uniform from? Nobody just sells Nazi uniforms like that on the internet. Oh, unless you're Don't get me started. For it. Don't get me started. Guys, I have a degree in Jewish secular studies. This is like oh all gosh. I studied. <laughs> so don't even get me started. It's such a mess. Yeah, these stylists are really <laughs> stylists as well. Yeah, these stylists are the same thing with Blackpink with their not Blackpink but Twice with their most recent like mini scandal. Yeah, like I'm, I'm can, so confused what happened there. Yeah, what? it's because she was wearing the same hanbok that um Jisoo was. Was it Dayeon? Oh. oh, now I know what you're talking about. 
Oh, and there's uh, is it Switch It Up or something like that? The cover yeah, that yeah. Hurt Chae Young did. Yeah, mm-hmm. and people are cr- like, why did why JYP put them in this? It's literally the exact same copy. And the stylist from Jisoo's music music video like was like saying like, hey, this is a copy. So it's not like one of those things where they could have found like <laughs> the same thing coincidentally. It's like the exact same product. I'm so. um. I watched the Blackpink uh, video where they made that thing and like her Jisoo and um, her stylist were like picking out charms, mm-hmm. especially. I don't know if it's a cultural thing where like hand box are very personal, personal and it's super disrespectful. Just like copy one if it's customized. I don't know. But yeah. I think it's, it's just the concept that JYP is just bad at styling overall. And then um... you have the twice versus Blackpink tension. Like it, it's just. <laughs> yeah like it like... was like the exact same down to like details like mm. if it was just like the same color i don't think it would have been that big of an issue but it was very similar from what i saw in the pictures uh, and from what i understand the korean gp isn't like in a twice craze yeah um, they seem to be warming up to black pink so that's yeah. bad timing yeah and then was it Yuda? Was there anything bef- in between G Song and Yuda? The Weaver's article. Oh no. <laughs> uh. Uh, brain education truly gets more and more concerning by the day. It really is an evergreen topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kate oh yes. Propaganda again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. This is the thing I wanted to talk about the most because it's like way more insidious than any stupid (laughs) k-pop boy wrote some stupid lyrics when he was 13 like this is (laughs) like this is like very uh dystopian yeah (laughs) very dystopian very racist very brainwashy uh it like covers a lot of uh, it's like so many issues that people so much of the racism that black people experience (laughs) Like, there's so much... Yeah. (laughs) I'm just rambling at this point, but yeah, it's just not a good look. So, from what I understand, Big Kid is basically doing this thing now. Uh, There are... All K-pop companies are very aware of of the, the demographics of their fan base and what kinds of things they need to do so their fan base is willing to provide them with a whole bunch of money. Anyways, uh, Big Kid is taking advantage of uh, black, black female fans. Yeah, and yeah. their low self-esteem issues. So mm-hmm. if you have girls who aren't comfortable with the way that black people generally and are in their culture, how would I say this, like, present themselves, if they feel like they're too aggressive or too sexual or whatever... Or you feel like black people are all thugs, and that that mindset has been internalized. Then we have K-pop, which is pure and wholesome, and I mean, you have Korean society, which is an image-conscious society. So a lot of the issues that you see in American media aren't confronted in the same way. So it's sort of like BTS becomes like the the Asian saviors. Uh, for these girls, mm-hmm. and then 
Well, we didn't really talk about exactly what was in the article, but even that goes back to the presentation. Remember this? Um, sponsored by Big Hit Seminar. Okay. Yeah. Ugh. I still uh, can't believe that was real. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to make money. <laughs> That's uh, the ultimate goal. Apparently, yeah, yeah. they interviewed um, Black fans for that pre-seminar. Mm-hmm. Let me find the exact quote. They mentioned, like, quote, hypersexual but aggressive Black women who want to who can't have hetero relationships and loser nerd Asian men. Ooh, oh, God. So they're literally, like, preying on Black people's internalized racism um, and giving them a space to sort of I don't know what the word would be. That hypersexual, I don't think I realized that before, but that really, really, really bothers me. Yeah. That bothers me. Yeah. That is like one of the most widespread stereotypes about us, and I just, I really hate it. And it's even worse because they know that they're mainly going after adolescents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this quote here, Korean idol industry for over two decades was picked up, picked, oh, sorry, Korean idol industry over, this isn't even written correctly, whatever, Korean idol industry over two decades was picked up by the younger generation of U.S. listeners. Firstly, this is wrong. <laughs> like, no one really cares about BTS outside of K-pop fans. The joke about parents singling out Dynamite during its competition with WAP for chart dominance has because it's a safe choice has some truth to it no (laughs) no but it it is very and i think like uh, wap has like a very specific connotation and association with black women and black uh, feminine sexuality and then contrasting dynamite with it like this is yeah, I couldn't it. I couldn't take criticisms after that song came out from anyone who wasn't black women mainly because out. of how right wingers and right supremacists on to yeah. it. Oh bummer. Okay. Like it was like a day after that song came out, I was like, okay, this is fine. And then white wingers like latched onto it as an example of everything bad in <laughs> society. Yeah. And it, now every criticism of it feels racist. So, ugh, very moral panic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about the kids? And it's yeah. so funny because, like, I remember was I in third or fourth grade when Starship by Nicki Minaj came out? They put that on the bus for us, and we were singing along. <laughs> like, if you if you look at the lyrics of that song, like they're very blatantly inappropriate. So it's not. I, I was singing the entirety of Love Game <laughs> yeah. when it came out. So it's it's like, and K-pop isn't that much better. Like it's, <laughs> it's it, just it's, more euthanized. Yeah, yeah. But the issue is, it's the context of it being a black person, because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if black people use euphemisms or not. <laughs> they, they still don't want to like us. Um, so yeah, uh, Big Hit is running a propaganda wing literally with this weverse magazine it's very strange um because i downloaded the weverse app i was going through it because i was like oh i want to see what somebody is posting and g friend and all that and the like the the links to weverse magazine are like at the bottom of the app so they're like trying to get to their fans 
so their fans also feel like and have the same state of mind that they do so it, it's very deliberate it's not like they're putting this weverse magazine like at the back where you can't find it <laughs> like they have that front and center it's very very like i can't believe it's real stuff in the weaver section like how to become a cyborg yeah <laughs> uh, what yep <laughs> okay let me look that up what weaver's cyborg i can't even comprehend why that would even be there I'm sorry, I'm not up to date with cyborg technology. So maybe it's a thing. I, I do know. really want to emphasize this. Like, this whole thing where they're talking about how K pop fans and implicitly BTS, like, promoted the Black Lives Matter movement and, like, helped it come to fruition. It's literally like this, this Asian savior fantasy thing. Exactly. Like, it, it, it's not based in reality in any way possible. Yeah, I didn't like how they were hyping up K-pop fans and trending white supremacist hashtags. Inherently trending them longer, so the first thing you see when you wake up is white lives matter or anything like that. People have told them to stop. So they're essentially terrorizing black fans or black people in general, but anything for the performance, I guess. Because most of the people who are canceling idols for doing racist things, like, those are the same people who are saying, like, oh, yeah, I said the same things as Jisung when I was young, you know? Like, there's not really much of a difference between them. They just want to seem righteous. (laughs) Like, (sighs) it's the same kind of people. Because I see people who have literally who, I, I like, I almost, I'm at the point, honestly, where I see when I see, like, people who have, like, hashtag Black Lives Matter in their bio, like, I don't care. Like, I, I don't take it seriously. Because I know it's posturing. Like, why do you need to say that? Like, <laughs> I'm being kind of picky, but, like, why do you need to have that in your name, you know? Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter? <laughs> like, it, it seems very weird to me. You don't see... <laughs> Like I like I have white friends who don't have that kind of thing in their bio. Just and make I... this again. I hate to I hate to speak gamer, but like Big Hit is literally the dystopian a company in every cyber um, cyberpunk eighties uh, <laughs> RPG. Like, imagine this was our future. It's never gonna happen, but it's so scary, right? And that's literally Big Hit. <laughs> yeah, but they're only gonna put their fans in this cyber fantasy, the ones that fall for it. Only you guys get to get arm upgrades so that mm-hmm. it has a built-in army bonk. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, BTS. Oh man, they really should not have re-signed in 2018. <laughs> um, die a hero or see, <laughs> see yourself live enough to become the cyberpunk villain. Yeah. Also, about that seminar, I'll um, post a Google Doc of screenshots and links to where I found out about this, because I didn't really quote everything. There's a lot more. Um, But, like, this is why I really want to, like, emphasize to whoever's listening to this podcast, if you're Black, like, these people do, like, specifically these companies, they do not have your best interest in mind. Like, they want your money. Like, they, <laughs> like, they're not for black people. If you want these companies to be about black people, you have to show them, like, that they need you, like, they need, uh, 
what you want them to do. Like, don't give them money. That kind of thing. Saying, like, hey, this is rude Cut and off. racist doesn't do anything. Specifically the Karen, It's very accurate. Like, um, yeah. in the clubhouse room that I was in, they were just talking about how um, basically the only way that these, and we've said this before, the only way that these companies are going to stop doing these things is if we start talking in dollars. Mm-hmm. And that means... Mm-hmm we have to collectively say we're going to hold our dollars to ourselves and not buy this stuff. And that's the only way they're going to recognize it. But I feel like we have too many people who excuse the behavior, even black fans that excuse it. There's so many of them that it's really, it feels almost impossible to do. And I feel like they trap you in that on purpose. Like, Oh no, we have to get 300,000 pre-orders on Hanadio or whatever. Like, no, you don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, I, I find my, my dignity as a human being more important than some random K-pop boys, but... <laughs> That's your I want to stress, they are showing your art with Namjoon hugging a dark-skinned woman, your Tumblr mood board with Yoongi and a light-skinned girl at these pr- uh, company meetings. I'm looking at a picture now. <laughs> like, do not give them your energy. They're doing this to prey on you more, dude. <laughs> Uh, yeah and it's always the same fans that are like i can't understand why they keep doing this why don't they listen to us and i'm like (laughs) they have no reason to listen to you (laughs) they don't need to respect you (laughs) it's like an abusive um, relationship yeah same thing for southeast asian fans as well superhuman yeah yeah they actually they they legit boycotted that like we saw we all saw the numbers mm-hmm. and it actually worked yeah they definitely listened to to the k fans now yep because that was the whole thing with uh 2020 yeah was it yeah because they were going to do it akb styled and then they didn't because they knew that k fans <laughs> wouldn't have they actually it. follow through with what they say that's what i'm saying like imagine what k-pop would be like if they like obviously we're not going to have complete control over what idols do but like if black fans were like able to say like we don't like this anymore stop doing that mm-hmm. <laughs> and it actually worked <laughs> just say you're going to boycott resonance on twitter yeah, but I and see then a picture e- emailing of a whole bunch of interns <laughs> guys send use this uh this copy pasta and it's like, dear SM, please stop putting braids on Hachan. <laughs> one of my biggest K-pop flexes is that I've never sent no company an email. <laughs> Here's like, the Korean translation. <laughs> oh man, Mm-mm. I've never done it either. Yeah, yeah. People need to stop something for these these K-pop idols. Uh, maybe that's what the main issue is. People are people are something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even like I think at this point it is on the companies now. I just stop sending emails and all of that stuff. Like they've got the message over yeah. the years. Yeah, they know. Just go just... straight to boycotting them. Don't buying yeah. up. Don't buy albums. All of that stuff. Mm. What else happens? Well, mm, we have you done. Yeah. Oh yeah. Although Round we're probably two. missing like three things with how eventful this <laughs> time frame yeah. is. Utah, round two. <laughs> round two, that's <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Why is it always these scandals he gets into? Yeah, I, I never hear about it. It's only girls. been two, but the first. Honestly, I feel like the first one. I don't know. Both of these just seem like very. The first one, it was revealed that the guy that the YouTuber, who is claimed to be this Japanese nationalist, I guess he was actually Korean. He was like a troll, anyways. So, mm. <laughs> this one. I think is more. <sighs> I had something to say about scandals overall regarding this, but it's just like so much of these kinds of scandals, especially where it's not straightforward, like the G-Sung thing. Like they're so kind of vague. Like we don't know if you'd have knew what was like thought about. Oh, I'm wearing this T-shirt that implies this about Korean women, and blah blah blah. And I'm gonna wear this because. I think it's funny to degrade Korean women and that kind of like the stylist could have put it like I think it was just like haha sex. Yeah, like this he could have been wearing it because of a stylist, he could have decided to wear it himself. Like we don't It reminds (laughs) me we don't even know. The way I see it is like those funny, stupid AliExpress shirts are like I honk for skeleton fire basically. Yeah. Like in the wider context it it just doesn't look good. No, it doesn't look good. No. Hmm. Um Oh right. I guess we I don't know why I'm saying this now. Shifts at the beginning, but we're recording this on Lunar New Year, so if you celebrate Happy New Year. Yeah. <laughs> and that translates into Yang Yang. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> These candles are getting more, literally more and more. Okay, so this this isn't even... Young Yang gets uh, attacked for being <laughs> not Korean. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite things, one of the reasons I keep up with K-pop is because of these dumb, tiny scandals. It's like 2000s tabloid mess. It's like, what is yeah. this? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So he said Happy Chinese New Year instead of Happy Lunar New Year. And I do want to obviously say that this is obviously the dregs of, like, Korean society. Like, I don't think, like, a normal person in Korea even knows who Young Yang is or cares. But, like... This is, like, a small little 4chan board. This is mini news. (laughs) (laughs) But it's still funny because this person is just, like, SM needs to just get rid of foreigners in general. Like, I like NCT except for the foreigners. And, like, more than half the group mm. is foreigners. You'll stand in the wrong group. So <laughs> you need to, you need to yeah, stand BTS or something. Like, this isn't... <laughs> I still can't put... <laughs> complete tangent. I'm just getting flashbacks to armies flexing. Like, they're one of the few groups who are all Korean. Yeah. <laughs> it seems strange to me because, like, why does that matter to you? We flex, but okay. <laughs> Like, what does that have to do with you? I could understand if you were Korean, but to an American? Yeah. What is... <laughs> Why You're does that Minnesota, matter? bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose if that's all the scandals somehow, until I, like, remember one 30 minutes down the line, I don't think anyone else uh, watched the, the show, Blackpink's thing. But mm. I do appreciate how... He basically came out with a new song. <laughs> um, 
it, it was a good remix. I'll give it that. I was like 15 seconds in. I was like, oh, this is definitely the best solo performance that isn't from like a concert. And I was like, hold up. Why is this a whole nother song now? <laughs> she added like um, a minute long verse, rap, whatever. Hmm. I don't know. Pretty cool. Yeah, I saw it on the timeline, but I didn't. Was it something you had to pay to see? I just watched it on Twitch, but yeah, you had to pay. Uh, okay, yeah. I saw I a lot of the it. costuming. Yeah, I saw a lot of um, a lot of people talking about Lisa's choreography. Apparently, she did some of it herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just really just waiting for Rose. Yeah, yeah. Because Jenny didn't have an album, didn't she? She just had a single. Yeah. And Rose's getting a full album, it sounds like. Oh, so, a full album? or a, Not a, a full mini. one, but like a mini. Okay. That's what I meant. It's I, just I more know. than one song. I'm confused still because they called, when Solo was still pre-release, they were like, Jenny, single album dropping soon. So I'm so confused. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like I thought, apparently what she performed was a B-side, but yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's that... um if you were expecting like a fairy shoeless flowy gown ballad then good for you and uh, korean people are probably gonna like it yep good for her whatever yeah they like that sad music yep oh it was all in english though Hmm. i guess um what i had on my list and i think i mentioned it to you guys is um is hana and her good girl song Mm. oh yeah that yeah, sounds like a girl group song. That's not her singing all of that. It just is. Oh yeah, the ad libs and stuff. Yeah, it's really, and I've noticed this before on her music because her rapping voice is just so different from when I hear her singing. Sometimes it's like, do you have somebody like yeah. ghost recording for you? Yeah, a lot of idols and, like, singers even in, like, a Western pop music do. But it's usually not this blatant. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying. Know. It's like, that's <laughs> clearly not you, girl. Uh, <laughs> like, they usually do, be... like, an, an overlap thing where they'll have the person singing and then, like, somebody else, like, supporting them. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I think this is a thing that might be um, something that Cube just yeah. does. Because I'm thinking about G Idol and yeah, I know, but I meant like in the past. Okay. Um, because Mm. Shua does the I really believe that they do the same thing for her. Yeah, that is not her singing. That's somebody else. I don't know who, but it's somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) It might have been the producer because I know there are a lot of pop singers now who like you would hear their voice on the demos, and sometimes they would sound better than (laughs) the actual Mm -hmm. artist would end up getting the song. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was something like that. But yeah. Good Girl is a song. I actually liked it a lot more than um, I'm Not Cool. As yeah. well as the music video. Uh, Good Girl feels more like a Hyanna title track. I don't know how to explain yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe it's just the red hair. Like It's very... The red hair, the styling, the outfits, the choreo was very like, oh, this is Hyanna. <laughs> yeah, she looks the It's kind of crazy how she looks the best with like red hair. That ginger look really mm-hmm. works on her. Yup, yup. That's a shame she went into hiding with that hair. But whatever. Maybe in three more years we'll get it back. <laughs> <laughs> Hope so. Yeah, we mentioned this last time, 
but I don't know if people wanted to go further into it, talking about the the seeming rise of of very seemingly very intelligent and very wealthy idols in K-pop who were all happened to all be class presidents and all their oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. interesting like I said before like stray kids like they're everybody in stray kids is from a wealthy family I feel like if you go like to second gen or something it would be more of a mixture like you'd have some kids who are coming from a poor environment and then you'd have some kids coming like a couple of kids who were richer but now it's like most groups And sometimes idols don't say they're rich, but you can kind of infer it, like, if they're very good at English for no reason. <laughs> and then they say, like, oh, yeah, I studied in the Philippines for three years. They're probably rich. <laughs> and you see more and more of this nowadays. Um, but, Mm -hmm. I can uh, I can it's only interesting. think of one um see I don't even know if she's fourth gen or third gen I guess she's in between but uh see Jong from IOI and Google Don she's the only one that I can think of that's been besides Sunmi but she's like second gen um she's the only one I can think of that actually seems to have come from like being poor to building herself up she's yeah she's like the only one I can think of I'm sure there's more but her story is like a part of her you know like she makes it known Mm. Mm. I don't know. I learned this today, but allegedly, take this with like a dash of salt, Jungkook was poor, but he doesn't talk about it. Like if this was true, Big Hit would capitalize off of it more. I don't know. Yeah, he also debuted in a different era, so it, <laughs> it, it's like it's crazy how fast things have changed. and apparently we forgot <laughs> about Taemin. oh yeah, <laughs> Taemin. I knew something else happened. Taemin is uh, definitely a, a, a sly person. <laughs> this isn't really surprising to anybody who knows anything about him, but he fat shamed some fan. When was this? Um, Probably not recent. this, I, I get twenty <laughs> eleven vibes, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. just It feels vibes. like <laughs> feels like twenty eleven. This is Taman taking on his anger on the fact that he still couldn't sing at this point on his on his chubbier fans. But yeah, he was. I'm sorry. He reminds me so much. I I think I said this before. He reminds me so much of Prince, like in the West, the way he's Hmm. like <laughs> <laughs> all shady and Yeah. slightly feminine, but Yep. extremely flirty. You can tell Mm hmm it's yeah. Yeah, and, and pretty straight, but people insist that he's not because he, like, has aesthetic tastes. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Because he wears <laughs> eyeliner in his free time. <laughs> and he doesn't, though. That's the funniest part. He Yeah. just does... He just goes on stage and does his little thing, and he goes back home. I can't, I can't stop laughing at this screenshot of Key saying, Taven said I look like a black boy. broccoli hair <laughs> it's just, he's so funny. <laughs> He looks so hurt. isn't that worse though why does he look hurt That's the worst. It's so funny. <laughs> oh man this reminds me of how Taman called said that kai looked like usher at some point and i <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> 
were going on K-pop Noir, and they were like, guys, I have to cancel Shiny! And they, like, posted all the stuff that they did, like, including this Broccoli thing and the Usher thing, and I'm like, he's been in the entertainment industry for, like, 13 years, how did you miss all this? (laughs) 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 Oh, man. The, like, animated uh, frustration scribble. (laughs) (laughs) Taman said I look like a black boy. Yeah. <laughs> Taman is, Taman is incredibly test. shady. Like he like smiles a lot and he has that aura, but like <laughs> he's very shady, so yeah. But guys, he respects women. Look, I made a Twitter thread. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently that thing where he was saying like he wants a woman that like is feminine was like mistranslated. So as usual. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't I don't think he's like a violent I don't think he's a like, extreme misogynist, but I think he's just like a normal Korean dude. Like I don't think there's <laughs> <laughs> He's Korean, it could get a lot worse than this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taman said I look like a <laughs> I can Please imagine Taman. I can't focus. I can imagine Taman saying that with a little smile, like ah. <laughs> I can I can see the exact smile too. <laughs> I'm about to ruin this man's entire. <laughs> oh man! That being said, anticipate Shiny's comeback. I think it's in a week or two weeks. I'm excited. Those teasers are like amazing <laughs> i think i'm gonna attempt to like get into them i've never had a shiny comeback or anything so mm. i'm excited I hope, I hope this song is good because shiny they're they always have like good b-sides but sometimes their title tracks are not it we'll see yep are there any other comebacks to look forward to uh nct 127 is having yeah, a their... comeback oh. love holic yeah. There's literally no noise though. Nobody knows yeah, what's going on. It's, yep. it's weird. Like they, they're like, it's coming, but like <laughs> when? Who cares? <laughs> Everybody's it's, sleeping. Yeah. And it's weird that they're doing all this stuff with like a Japanese comeback too. Like I feel like usually when they do Japanese comebacks, they just drop them. They don't like yeah. do all these teasers and like weird like in August. August? Yeah. I they feel like they've been early. keeping it for a month already, though. They really announced it, like, months and months ago. I don't know why. Yeah, it's Pre-orders, weird. Pre-orders, I guess. Actually, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. They announced it last year, and I was like, yeah. okay. And at first I thought this was like they were talking about a Korean comeback, but it's Japanese. <laughs> I'm like, who cares? <laughs> but pre-orders, I guess. Yeah. But I, I brought up the thing about rich kids and K-pop cover because you had said something like at length about it before, um, about how there are a lot of people who a lot of people who are becoming K-pop idols, and not like there's a right intention to have in becoming a K-pop idol, but like there's I feel like more and more of a need of escapism from the the extremely like regimented like you go to school and you go to cram school and then all of that kind of thing. And so people are becoming K-pop idols. But they're not, like, they're not fully aware or they're not aware of what being an idol 
means or what it, it will turn into. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I will on this rant. It's like, becoming an idol is less like, oh, I want to be a singer, and more like, kind of like a mm, slightly more intensive version of like, oh, I want to be an influencer. You know, this seems like something fun to do. And yeah. I feel like that, especially with more new goos. Because I, I think, like, Itzy would kind of know what they were getting into, but with how oversaturated everything is, it's definitely, like, a sort of hobby thing. Yeah. Do you think that's um, affecting the quality that we're seeing? That's what I was, yeah, was going to say next. And I'm thinking that's why idols, like, don't have stage presence. Like, they have the work ethic to work hard in the dance room. Mm-hmm. But, like, because there's no, like, genuine passion to like oh i love performing and i love the audience like because that's not there because they're just thinking i want to get out of this ridiculous education system like it's not like like there's some people you can tell like they were born to be on stage and i feel like there's less idols nowadays who are people who like needed to be on stage and just people who are like oh this is better than something else yeah Like it's like an alternative. And since I mean, they're... it it is. Yeah. yeah, I can't necessarily blame them. Like, like I don't mm-hmm. blame them, but it's just it's just different. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't blame them, but it just means that idols aren't performing at a level that they should be. Yeah, there's too many of them. Mm-hmm. Then again, I don't know what fans want because you have idols like Kai. And they say he overdances or makes them uncomfortable. <laughs> I will never understand why people are. He's such a polarizing idol. I don't know why. No reason. We, like, I didn't like spammed a whole bunch of. We had a huge discussion about this. I don't know if you read through this, but it's basically maybe this. We should say like the fuller discussion for later. But like people do not like the. I feel like a lot of these people are just racist, <laughs> mm. which would explain the whole issue with Jisung. And they don't like the concept of like an Asian idol who like owns their sexuality. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's you only took... hot if they don't have agency. Yeah, if you took Kai and he was like, like Jason Derulo or something, for example, like no one would bat an eye. Like no one would care. Like, if Kai was an American pop singer, he would be considered like very mild and like nice (laughs) like very very kind of watered down in comparison to a lot of pop music in america but he's this korean dude yeah exactly yeah but he's this korean dude and he's not like he's not like 18 to 19 years old he's obviously a grown man (laughs) and i think that like scares them for some reason Uh, and i don't mean like in a scared like they have something to be scared of it's like they're afraid of their own feelings Yeah, I just, I always thought he was cute. He seemed like a really chill, gentle guy. I don't understand why people, I don't even know where some of the opinions about him come from. Maybe because I'm not. Cold. How? Because he doesn't want to talk to you? Because he's introverted (laughs) (laughs) and he's not constantly smiling all the time. (laughs) Because he has a life. Yeah, because he's tated. I literally saw a comment that was like, I've seen, I know that he dated Jenny and Crystal, so he must be kind of like stuck up or into stuck up kind of girls. You don't even know Jenny and Crystal. (laughs) 
But it's like he's dated two people. Two. (laughs) Most people have that amount of people by when they're like 17. (laughs) We don't even know if the thing with Jenny was a long time relationship. Like, we don't. We don't. (laughs) And they're like, I feel like he's stuck up because he's dated two girls. Like, just say you're insecure and go. (laughs) People date two people in the six months a year. Like, Like, is he supposed to apologize for being attractive? I don't get it, but... (laughs) It's the uncomfortable criticism. I don't know what is uncomfortable about him. They don't like the fact that he's sexy. Like, they really do not like it. Like, they just cannot handle the concept of an Asian man being sexy. Unless it's in a way that's like a taking advantage of them way. Yeah, unless it's like Jungkook with his little baby bonnet. <laughs> uh. Yeah, because I think that's why they're mad, because you know you can't put Kai in a baby bonnet. You'd be like, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> they still Get in try. The bonnet. <laughs> Yeah, but it's funny because when you watch Kai's content, like, he's very obviously, like, just a straightforward, chill dude. Like, he minds his own business. He's really nice to people who have kind of treated him terribly. (laughs) But I think it's just easier to hate him than, like, to get to know him. And I feel like that applies to a lot of idols in general. Like, it's very easy to see an idol get into a scandal and be like, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of cathartic for people to hate on idols to some degree. Mm. And I think Kai, because of the way he dances and because he's charismatic or something, <laughs> it's like an easy person to latch on to. Because he's not going to, like, call you out. Like, he's not going to be mean. So, yeah. Easy target. Yeah. Because he's the center of the group and all that, yeah. It's so weird, too, because the same people hating on Kai will, like, edit their faves' faces onto his abs. Like, this is... (laughs) I'm not sharing new information, but it's so weird. Yeah, or, like, how everybody was like, oh my gosh, I want XYZ Idol to do the mmm challenge, and then they would be the same people, like, I didn't like mmm, I thought it was too sexual, blah blah blah. Or they would be like, Kai's suit during Love Shot made me uncomfortable. That's what I'm thinking of during this whole thing. (laughs) Mmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I understand, like, what even was it called? Where they forced him to dance with, like, grind on the cane. Like, mm. That makes me uncomfortable because I can tell he's, like, save me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, there was another thing where he said, like, they, like, took something he said out of context. Like, he said, like, I feel uncomfortable wearing crop tops, like, when I'm off stage. And so this was taken out of context, and they said, like, Kai's uncomfortable with crop tops, so he shouldn't wear them anymore. It's So it's, like, this whole thing of, like, literally, like, robbing these people of, like, their freedom of expression. Like, he didn't say he didn't like wearing crop tops and being sexy. He's saying he feels uncomfortable doing it off stage. And it's, yeah. like, why are they not allowed to be sexy on stage? <laughs> like, why does that? I don't know. Yeah, he's. I, I, I think I remember that. He said it felt awkward because everyone around him obviously is not mm-hmm. wearing that. Which yeah. makes sense. But you can like, tell when you watch the fan cams of Oom, um, like he likes what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, it's a completely different headspace. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, I don't, I don't, like, for the most part, idols who are eight, ten, like, eight years into their career cannot be forced to do that kind of concept specifically without their consent. Like, it, it's, I mean, parts of it are, but he was pretty intentional. <laughs> like, I'm like, pretty wasn't sure. Wasn't the he situation picked... with, with, um, like, SM being, hey, do whatever you want, bro? Well, he picked mm, as the title track himself. So, <laughs> like, it, it's not like, they were like, Kai, you have to do this sexy concept or else. Oh, I'm fans... thinking of the video that was like, do whatever you want, whatever. Oh, are you talking about the film? No, the music video. And I'm assuming the film plays into that as well. Mm. I don't remember exactly, but I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, it's the same thing with uh, Hyanna. Although people have toned down a lot in the past few years with her. Who's another yeah. idol? People gets... tend to treat Kiana like a... I want to say Britney, but not really. You know, mm. like that 2000 star nostalgia standing. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Kind of like a 13-year-old who's into Beyonce on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I remember when I first got into K-pop, it was very much... Kiana is crazy. She's oversexual. Did you hear that Cube is? It's like this very weird. Like now that you say this, like it, it has that energy of like where they're like. It's like they like the fact that they like the fact that she was being taken advantage of by Cube. Like that was sort of the energy yep. of it. Like they were talking about, oh yeah, she does these sexy concepts, and Cube forces her to do it. And they were like, wow, that's so awful. That's but like what they would the tell way, you and yeah. in their like, Stan Hiena, uh come. What do you even call it? Uh, arguments, like convincing you reasons to stand her. Like, yeah, she's really good. and But like her company forces her to do this stuff, whatever. Yeah. And then as soon as she wasn't forced to do it anymore, people aren't paying attention. Like, it's kind of, it's weird to me. I <laughs> <laughs> also uh. wonder if she was... Uh, I feel like it's a very complicated balance of her being kind of forced to do it. Maybe she yeah. was pushed to do it, but I also I think that she probably enjoyed some of this stuff. Like, if she is, she if she didn't, she's a great actress because she looked like she was having fun in a lot of the videos and stuff. So the way this- I see it is that JYP like pushed her to do the sexy thing when mm-hmm. she was like fourteen, and she like. I feel like around 2013, she got com- she like got used to it and like, embraced it, but she was still pushed regardless, you know? Yeah. I know she hated Troublemaker. They made her perform mm. that so many times. She hated that. So She got I- so much flack for that. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. I think there's nuance between how idols act on stage and off stage and people like refuse to comprehend the difference which is another issue with Kai so like they assume because Hyanna likes to do sexy concepts on stage that she's like a sexual person in like a negative connotation so I think that's why there was like an article written about her where she was like I'm not like that sexy and everybody was like oh my gosh Hyanna you can't say that like you love sexy concepts I'm like yeah, she likes the concepts. She likes going on stage and doing sexy things. But maybe not in her personal life. We don't know her. <laughs> she dresses like a cowboy with tutu skirts in her personal time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I understand the difference to me. Like, 
for for now it seems like she likes doing sexy concepts on stage but i don't think she wants to associate herself personally as being sexy mm-hmm. um but yeah k-pop fans don't understand <laughs> that yeah because kind of i don't even <laughs> see her i mean i see her as sexy but i also see different layers to her yeah because she's... she sees her human being yeah, <laughs> yeah. she's a, she's an artist like she's a musician i don't know people are weird those duality posts but you oh see, god. oh god, oh my god, the duality, the duality, and it's like a person smiling and then a person frowning. <laughs> they're working, that's why they're like that on stage. Just their resting yeah. face. <laughs> Look I how fast their fans. expression changes. <laughs> the they only time I could have said job. anything about duality is when Sony released Gashina. That's the only time I've seen like noticeable ex- expression changes with idols. But for the most part, it's just like, yeah, they're on stage. They have to perform? <laughs> Why would they be the same on and off stage? <laughs> like, even even when I was in choir, and I've been in choirs for a long time, like, and that's not even as dramatic as being an idol. Like, no one expects me, when I'm singing in the choir, to have the same facial expressions that I would when I'm off stage. Yeah, everyone has different personas, and it doesn't make you fake or make it conscious conscious it's just you (laughs) yeah so i find that very strange that people like think this is like a (laughs) unorthodox thing but like no if you do any sort of performance art like (laughs) doesn't even have to be performance art if you give a presentation (laughs) yeah yeah that's true yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. i don't think fans see what idols do as a job personally yeah as like an actual place of employment yeah like even sometimes they overreact when it comes to idols overworking like of course they do overwork but i don't know like the idols will come out and say that they're fine you know it's work you know they're doing mm-hmm. work but fans will say no yeah they mean? always they also always flip flop between blah 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 is being overworked and why did not you give blah 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 more jobs oh, they deserve better yeah yeah looks like though um i don't know if this is related it does look like they're giving twice solo work finally mm-hmm. well they're finally. doing melody projects yeah i mean so it's i think he's much, but... he's like testing the waters with it like he's mm-hmm. he's not giving them their own music Ugh. and he obviously started with some of the least popular members on purpose <laughs> oh that's what I was thinking. Like, I haven't heard anything from Nyan. Yeah. Yeah, no Nyan, no Santa. <laughs> well, Santa got um some Japanese video that she's in. The same oh, as yeah. what uh, Momo kind of got. Like, oh. they're the subject of the video, the focus of the video, but they're not singing or anything. So, mm. visuals. Just, I don't understand why they can't have a subunit. I was like thinking because I was talking to one of my parents about this, and I realized like I'm I'm very like I'm very naive in the sense that I assume that people uh, have good intentions for other people, usually for the most part, and like they always want to do the right thing. Um, and I was thinking like, why do fans go to fan signs and like ask their bias to like bark? Instead of asking them, like, a normal question, like, what did you think when you wrote these lyrics or whatever? Like, it's very rare for idols ever to be asked, like, normal questions at fan signs. 
and you notice because like they get surprised <laughs> when people like uh. ask them like oh what did you think about this costume and the idol like looks surprised <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the entire like k-pop machine is very much into promoting people who are like very selfish and very like very self-centered I mean, it makes sense because, like, they're promoting this fantasy boyfriend or girlfriend image. But I think on top of that, because you're dealing with a lot of people who have, like, mental health issues, it's, like, it's sort of like they're taking advantage of these people who are doing their jobs. Mm. Not because they have, not because they have mental health issues, but because when you're dealing with people who have low self-esteem, it's like the misery loves company thing. Like, you're trying to drag everybody into the same hell that you live in. <laughs> and I was actually thinking about that because I thought about, like, why do people, like, what we're talking about, why do people look at idols and not think that this is, like, a job for them? And then I thought about, in the West, how you can have a job, but what you say outside of your job still impacts your employment. Like, you can get fired mm. just for saying something, mm. like off or that people is offensive you can get fired for that so i think mm. we just live in a culture where everybody realizes that you don't have there is no separation between work and life we like to think that it is but it's not there's yeah. no so- separation like and it's even worse i guess it's magnified when you're an idol that's so. a good point uh, yeah because i always wonder why people are like dragging up things that they posted when they were like 12 or 13 because <laughs> I'm like, who cares? <laughs> but yeah, there, there's like this need. If idols are like the projected sense of like yourself and your self worth, like you want this person who is yourself to be perfect, and you want them to be perfect your entire life. So it makes sense that they're mad <laughs> because idols are supposed to be perfect. Yeah. But yeah, they, there was a... they openly say that sometimes you're ruining the fun when you point stuff out, bad hmm. stuff that idols have done. Mm. Well, as I, we I say this, I... Bang Chan trending for asking <laughs> what uh, what him and his fans are going to do for their date. Oh yeah, I saw oh, that. Oh jeez, he's still doing that. Isn't Good he Doctor Phil on on V Live or whatever? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bang Chan gives you period tips, POV. Except it's real. Oh, gosh. Never leaving my head. I actually, I did forget about that. Now I won't anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've been, I've been, well, probably in the, like, in a few episodes, I'll have something we can really dive into, and it's related to this whole thing with Bang Chen. This, I don't know what, what it would be called, like, this concept of, like, idols themselves who I don't think these idols necessarily have bad intentions, but they're enabling their fans um, and setting them up for inevitable disappointment. (laughs) Mm. Like, I feel like some of these people have, like, savior complexes. Maybe it's something that their companies tell them to promote, but they, they have this thing like... I am going to help my fans, I'm going to save them, I'm going to tell them how to treat their mental illnesses, I'm going to give them tips on their period, blah 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 blah. 
and it's like i feel like they genuinely want to help their fans but it's like they like these these fans don't care about you like they really don't <laughs> like th these fans aren't nice people <laughs> they don't really like you that much <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah i'm doing still doing some research but i'll have something so look out in the next couple episodes i'll have something major planned <laughs> an idol to talk about that I feel like has done this this Dr. Phil-esque kind of thing a lot. Jamin. No. Not him. No. No, Jamin. With this whole clip-clopping whatever. Jamin, Jamin's is like, I don't, I didn't really even realize until recently that people took that seriously. <laughs> 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 He's just kind of like obnoxious. I don't really find it but I guess it worked for K fans because they were so angry when they realized he was dating that girl. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I never understand how this affects Korean fans. Like, I wish uh, I wish I could speak Korean and like somehow have more access to the Korean side of uh, fan bases. Because I feel like the way that international fans interpret fan service is different. Mm. Do you think we we see it as creepy or we like it more than they do than Koreans do or I think it helps that we don't speak the same language mm. so like I was listening to a V Live a couple of days ago I think and somebody in the V Live was like hey can you use informal language and he was like yeah sure I'll try and like I like I've heard enough Korean that I can like hear the difference but, like, you know what I mean? Like, it didn't mean anything. So, yeah, like, I see what you mean. Yeah. Things like that. Like, there's, like, if someone... Because that, that, that concept of informal informality, like, doesn't exist. Like that, like, like, that will never fully exist in my head. So I do think it could be more effective. Um, and that's, I mean, that's a blatant example. But just, like, the concept of somebody saying something to you, like... Whenever idols speak in English, like, to me personally, it feels more impactful. Because I'm like, oh, like, they're speaking in English. Like, if an idol says, like, oh, I love you, but they're saying it in Korean. Like, it, it's Korean, you know? But if they say, oh, I love you, and they're speaking English, to me, I'm like, oh, they're putting effort in. That's nice. You know? Barriers and boundaries. Yeah, yeah. So I think the Korean language does help create a, some sort of barrier between K-pop uh, international fans becoming, to some degree, more delusional. Um, but now that we have more K-pop idols speaking in English, <laughs> uh, that might be less um, as things go on. I'm glad that there are still some some idols that don't seem to really care about English and um appeasing international fans um mm. i'm thinking about mamamoo for some reason mm. they don't seem to care <laughs> at all about the united states or anything in the west really i don't mm. know if it's because of the scandal that they had and they know that they would be called out immediately or what but they do not seem to care i don't think anybody in that group can speak english and it well, actually, Solar is uh, mm. studying. She posted it on her YouTube channel. But other than that, I don't think anybody cares. Mm. And that's pretty rare, I feel like, sometimes. So I feel like so many idols take pride in the fact that they're learning English. And they should. 
but um, I don't want it to come from a place of pandering. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you brought up a lot of good things here. I think the thing with Mamamoo is, like, a combination of both things. Like, they don't need international support. Like, they have a huge uh, Korean female fan base that really likes them. And I feel like mm -hmm. they feel very supported. Like, there's no need to appeal to international fans. And then on top of that, they probably don't want to get a whole bunch of negative attention. Mm -hmm. Unnecessary negative attention. And then... <laughs> Oh my gosh, my brain. What was the second part? That you, the second, <laughs> the second thing that you mentioned. I said they don't care about Korean. Oh, I don't want their um, learning English and being familiar with like the West. I don't want it to seem like it's pandering. Mm. I want them yeah. to be genuinely yeah. interested. I feel like um, with the whole like your idol's the perfect class president. He's like six one. He's above that. So I feel, and now with the therapy thing, I feel like they're trying to make idols seem like anime characters to Westerners. So I, you know, um, I don't know how to say this exactly, but like perfect the um, the mm. procedures they get. I'm thinking of like Sam from at eighties, like that sort of look, and. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And the styling, and some cases, and just like how some characters, I'm going to use Levi as an example, they're like literally written and constructed to be comfort characters, like meticulously. I feel mm. it's, it's the same thing with this therapy stuff, like, I don't know. And because, you know, Westerners, even if they pretend to be woke, I can see these K-pop fans consider like, uh all Asian to be the same aesthetic, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like they're kind of pandering towards that vibe, that crowd. <laughs> yeah, I have the same question. Levi yeah. is a comfort character. <laughs> I can explain this. I I'll keep it brief, because I'd be annoyed if I had to hear this on a K-pop podcast. But, like, um... So you have this dark world, everything bad happens, yada, yada, yada. But there's this one being that never loses. They're super strong. So uh... that no matter how bleak the situation is, you know if they come on screen, uh, even if everyone else dies, even if the worst thing happens, they will be the one remaining thing that'll be all right in the end. That so makes sense. I don't think even Levi is like attractive on an aesthetic level. I just think it's that comfort that makes everybody like him, and it like even brainwashes them into thinking he's attractive. That makes sense because it does. Because I've always like accidentally bumped into a whole bunch of Attack on Titan spoilers, and I'm always surprised when he's not dead because he's always the one <laughs> who's like fighting the deadliest Titan from from what I remember. <laughs> yeah, ridiculously overpowered, but in a way that isn't Mary Sueish and annoying. Yeah, and he's also like kind of grumpy. So fans who have social anxiety or whatever are like, "Oh, I can have these problematic traits and still be strong." <laughs> like, yeah, with his personality, if he didn't have the comfort buildup, everybody would hate him. <laughs> yeah, emotionally distant, short, kind of. Mean. <laughs> <laughs> So what were we talking about? <laughs> yes, so I feel like idols, um, the industry is trying to make idols like that. Except Levi, if he would comfort you on your period and help you with your depression. Oh, gosh. 
Levi period tips. Oh my god. TikTok POV. There's a gap oh in the market gosh. though. <laughs> I'm thinking about like Levi tampons next to the bleach. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're gonna start his doing that with the, his face that, on the pants like that charm Yeah. Actually this whole this is reminding me I know I retweeted this. I don't know if you guys saw this, but there was a Unua was on a was it a reality show or a talk show relatively recently, like maybe this year or last year? And let me well, I'll we can talk about something else while I bring this up. And maybe this can be one of the last things we talk about, but I felt it was very relevant to the whole concept of like idols not being perceived as human beings. Um Oh, you know what? Back to my little Levi analogy. I'll give you... Okay, Attack on Titan, spoilers, whatever. Uh, cover your ears. Similarities lead to when these idols have these scandals and it, like, devastates everyone because they're perfect thing that can never do wrong, never be harmed. That illusion is shattered. <laughs> and it, like, breaks, it breaks people. Kind of like how I'm 90% sure that since Levi lost an eye, some fingers and his leg is like messed up he's gonna die it's gonna completely crush fans it's gonna be like him getting a nigger scandal (laughs) (laughs) so there's my little big brain moment ah here it is so in time (laughs) (laughs) i love how we just had a little like interlude but unwu uh was on the show um and he was like he got very emotional like started crying and he was talking about how he wanted to get married, um, saying that he wanted to marry someone who he could share his thought stories and would just stand by him no matter what. Someone who will just accept him the way he is without any pretenses. Um, so when you go through all the quote teeth, they're like, ha I'll marry you, like, oh, girl, we can get married, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, when you watch the video clip, and it's relatively easy to find, it's like... The way he's crying and the way he's talking about this is, like, a person who's, like, obviously, like, thought about this a lot. Like, it's not, like, some sudden thing where he's like, I want to get married. The second part is, like, it doesn't even sound like he wants to get married specifically. It sounds like he doesn't have, like, people he can, like, be a human being around. Like, he can't Mm. trust anybody. (laughs) And I feel like People don't, like, get that with K-pop idols. Like, they're... When people, like, see them dating or whatever and they make jokes about them, like, I would I would really not want to have my relationship out it like that, honestly. Because Especially for Unwu, because he's kind of the pinnacle of that whole anime genre. Like, he's from a rich family. He's very intelligent. He's has the perfect face. The... But it's it's like so isolating <laughs> to the degree that he was like full out sobbing on a reality show, like unprompted. <laughs> like mm. it, it's it was it's, it's very sad to me. Poor fella. So that's when, why when people are like, "Oh, Kai is like so arrogant because he's so attractive and he's dated these celebrities." Like, no. <laughs> Like, putting people who are in extreme spotlights like this usually feel, like, even less like they have people they can interact with because they don't feel like they can trust anybody. 
because everybody just wants them for how attractive they are. Like, I'm kind of ranting at this point, but like, imagine like going out throughout your life and the only thing people ever talk to you about is like how perfect your face is and how small it is. <laughs> like, it's kind of, it would be really dehumanizing. Um, like, yeah. That's why you got to grow up ugly. <laughs> yep, character development. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like they really think, or at least how the way K-pop fans believe in Korea and in Western, like, interactions, like, they really believe that being attractive, like, is this amazing thing that makes your life easier. Uh, and, like, Asian, like, not Asian people, but attractive people never have problems and... Like that whole thing where people were complaining about Itzy having this self-love concept because they were all attractive. Like, there are plenty of models and stuff with body dysmorphia. It, like, it, I remember there was a thing Irene was literally saying, like, she's self-conscious about her cheekbones. <laughs> like, she literally fits mm. the Korean beauty standard, like, perfectly. Maybe more than Unwoo to some degree. And she's still self-conscious about her face. So it's like, no matter how good you look, <laughs> like, people yeah, are still gonna have issues in their life. Just get more picky. Yeah. Cheekbones are a weird thing to fixate over, but like, oh. Because they don't like prominent, they don't like done. prominent cheekbones in Korea. Ah, uh, okay. And she probably has nothing else to fixate on because she's really good looking. Yep. No, she said it's been an issue for a while. I think that's just that's just her thing. Like, that's just something she's insecure about. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess the conclusion is I don't like the way that <laughs> fans treat idols like they're not human beings. But some of this is, is the company's fault for promoting them in this kind of strange way. But Companies some is... don't treat them like human beings, so... Yeah, yeah. And then Their the first fans... exposure... And the fans are like, oh, they're attractive, so they have no issues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like, would you like this guy, this, I'm going to use RM as an, as an example. Mm. Would you like this guy if he didn't make music that you enjoy, if he didn't comfort you, if you didn't get barraged with his face all the time, if he wasn't on your coffee? <laughs> If you didn't care yeah. about your human rights, in air quotes, because I don't know about that. <laughs> Love yourself. Love myself. If he wasn't telling, like, saying these, love yourself, love yourself, love yourself all the time. Like, if you just saw him on the street. That's what I'm if, saying. If you, knew, if you knew what he was like in his downtime, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, would you like this 5'2 white man emotionally distant if he wasn't gonna save everyone all the time? I'm gonna, since I know K-pop stands, like, consider the two the same, I'm gonna, like, go down there for a minute. Yeah, like, I, I could say that about any idol. Like, people, if you just saw, like, most idols in real life, from what I understand, like, they just don't wear, like, masks or eyeglasses and nobody recognizes them. Because they're just, they're just some people. <laughs> like a mm -hmm. lot of K-pop is really styling. Like they're obviously attractive people. Yeah, but a and lot I of like, the... I should rephrase like to like obsessively, fanatically. Mm. Oh my god, standing a 
boy group is literally just like playing an otome game at this point <laughs> yeah yeah this, the whole yeah the whole concept of them being like anime characters like Man, choose I your am... boy do you want the savage or the sweet plant dad or uh... the flirty like regal dude Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we talked about a variety of things today, but... Variety, mm. variety. And, I think... you know what? I think we should bring up a dumb tweet to finish mm. it off. Yes. Alright. Let me find it. <laughs> but I think it was a, a good variety of things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll use what um, Alice sent me. <laughs> <laughs> Yungi has ADHD plus OCD. Is opening openly queer thinks being queer shouldn't be treated as a minority or something rare, constantly talks about capitalism, and is against the system and education system as this, and also has a fat ass. I don't even know what they were saying. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Alright, bye. Don't be a VV voter. Yep, bye. <laughs>